0: Christmas week, Monday morning, and full of festive cheer, a Santa hat, and a lovely thong. Steve Vines, are you? Sorry about that. This feels a bit <laughs> weird having you in here on a I know, Monday. I know, I know. Because if people don't usually listen, you see, they'll
1: think, who's this? They'll say, oh my God, just when I thought it was safe to I listen thought to thought the radio. And, <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, yeah. well, apologies all round, thankfully well, we sorry. Can't chuck
0: Steve out in the cold just because it's
1: Christmas week. no, and, um, no that's
0: very, very nice. Are you of a here. Christmas
1: celebrator? Yeah, well, partly. Um, I do very reluctantly have a drink. Do you? Yes. Uh, sherry. Yeah, sherry. Yeah, a little sherry, and possibly uh, a bit of turkey.
0: Um, well, really. Okay. Yes, well, the thing yes. is, the numptiness continues. It does, even it though does. it's Christmas
1: week. It does. We, 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 we've given. We, we've been given the reminder, a sort of class act in. When, when you know they go to those management schools and they say, you know, ten things you shouldn't do, one top thing you shouldn't do, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So n- now we have the aftermath of the umbrella movement, yep. and the thing which everybody knows who's ever learnt to read and write is, if you think you've scored a victory, and the government most certainly does think they've scored a victory because the umbrella movement's ended and they haven't changed a single policy, maybe a thing to do to make sure it doesn't happen again is to ha- perhaps reassess why it happened in the first place. But, oh, no, no, no. There's, there's actually a thing you can do which is worse than that. And we have to thank Mr Chen Zuer, of um, later of Hong Kong and Macau office fame, for popping up and saying, Hello. Right, <laughs> right, now we've, now we've got them on the back foot. Let's do the thing which will really, really annoy everybody and introduce an anti-subversion law, you know, a version of Get Article for that 23... For years which, of course, brought so many hundreds of thousands of people onto the streets before. I mean, it's almost an aggressive willfulness to make sure that Hong Kong's protest movements don't die. I mean, if I was one of the leaders of the umbrella movement, I'd say, give that Mr. Chen more publicity, because, you know, we're we're not that great at the moment in bringing people out at the streets. But he sure has the knack for it. He sure knows which buttons to press. But this always happens.
0: I mean, there the, are the two different things. There's no correlation <laughs> between, you know, the, the announcements... And what's happening? The White Paper was a perfect example. Timing schmiming.
1: Yeah, I know. Well uh, but, uh, you, you say that, but I mean one of the one of the things and remember the government back in Hong Kong in the nineteen sixties was not the most sophisticated, not the most brilliant organization on earth. But one of the things that happened in the weight of wake I should say of all those riots that took place in Hong Kong yeah. was the government said, you know, there must be a root cause for this. We better do something. That was the genesis of the public housing programme and a whole lot of social welfare measures that you hadn't seen before. Now, we're, where are we? We're, we're, we're almost half a century... Well, we are, in fact, half a century on from that. God oh dear. And, and <laughs> nearly, you know, lessons, lessons learned should not be ever ever remembered, obviously. Yeah. So, so the new boys are going, right, we've, we've got them on the run. I tell you what, let's do the same as before, but worse. That will really <laughs> hit them in the goonies. I mean, it's unbelievable. And, and you know, you get all the usual suspects going on. all that. Mr Chainsworth, that's a very interesting point he makes. I, 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 I think that's the instructions from the bosses, so we agree with it. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, yes, comrade, I think that's a very good idea. In but, fact, um, none better. And the other one is, let's rub Macau in their faces. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love this thing about how Macau behaves itself and is a much more successful example of what should happen when you create an SAR than, than Hong Kong. Now, let me think about that. Is that Macau the place that has just one industry? Basically, oh, they've been told to not, not, not. Yes, rely they've been told that. not to have it, but that's actually the objective reality is more or less. One issue. isn't that the place where you get lots of gangsters doing money laundering? I'm, I'm just, just asking. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that that there are other. Isn't that the place where you've got levels of prostitution that make the average street in Soho look like a playground? Is that, <laughs> is that possibly the place where there's all those gangsters hang out? I'm, I mean. It beggars belief that they all seriously sit there and go. Oh, Macau! Very good example of how we like things to be done. Oh, I must say Macau—they're they're, they're really a shining example compared with Hong Kong.
0: Isn't there a relative there of the new chief executive of Sony Entertainment as well? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I don't know—is he still there? Well, who knows? Is he still there? I mean, the, it, it is no—it it is no coincidence that one of the um, very lovely and, and fun-loving members of the Kim family of North Korea decided that Macau was the only place that was, you know, suitable for his residence. He's like... The
0: bloke that went to the bloke that went to Macau is like the Jeb Bush of yes. his family. Except Jeb you know Bush I mean?
1: is likely... Uh, to be the, to, <laughs> the next president. You know, anyway, that's, that's just... He's the one everybody says is the that's, smart one, the, no, ju- the nice one. Yeah, that's just America. Yeah, um, yeah we don't know... I mean, this fellow... Um, and I, I can tell you his family name is Kim. I can't tell you a lot more than that. I can't tell you his given name. But he... he um He didn't look like a five-star intellectual. I'm just prejudice and going on appearances, which is superficial. And no. You shouldn't do that. But um, he... he he gave... How can I say this? He gave an impression of lack of gravitas. I think so, gravitas. No gravitas.
0: I want to go back to where we started and chuck in an email from Steve. <coughs> Morning and Merry Christmas to you both, your ba- you band. <laughs> <humbug>. <laughs> he says, I just want to follow up on something that Steve touched on last Thursday with issues that have been conveniently forgotten about. I.e. illegal structures, 50 million backhander, etc. And as significantly, in my opinion, what has happened about the rejection and appeal of the broadcasting licence for HKTV. We might be hearing more about that. In light of the debacle that has become of ATV, I would have thought this should be relevant. If I'm not mistaken, CY personally headed up the rejection on the application by HKTV, which the old boys were granted continuation of their licences. If the Democrats and students, etc. want evidence of a failing corrupt government, surely they should be screaming from the rooftops about all of this rather than considering further Occupy movements,
1: Steve. Good point. Good uh, point. Uh, uh, You're and unbanned. In fact, and in fact... Not only is the debacle at ATV, which we could talk about, but, I mean, remember who actually got the licences for the free-to-air service? There was the Wharf licence, and there was the licence given to the son of Li ka but, but that was through hereditary right. I believe he's got a company called BCCW that does, you know, mm-hmm. does, does that, does the day job. Um, have you seen there... Free to air services? No, no. Has anybody seen their? But I haven't looked. In, in fairness, well, you, if you looked, you'd have to look with a very, very big microscope because they don't exist. I mean, this is extraordinary. We were told that you had to give the license. He's put to his glasses on now, and he's now playing yes, with ta- them. The glasses are coming off on this one. I can tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> The, the licences were given to these two companies on the grounds that they had experience, that they could roll out the service, and that, you know, the public wouldn't have to wait. Um, what has been the outcome? Oh, that's right, the public's waiting, the services haven't been rolled out, and, and the fabled experience that we, 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 we were told would substitute for lack of HKTV's knowledge of how to do these things is slightly questionable, because HKTV, without a licence, has managed to roll out an entire TV station. I mean, was that process ever so slightly marginally flawed. It's not a great time for terrestrial
0: television, the world over, because if you read all your journals and stuff, people say, well, viewing habits are changing. Yeah. It's more like online, this, that and the other. Sitting in front of the television for expanses of time apparently is, is going down. So all in all, it's not a great time
1: for a Joe B-flat
0: TV channel.
1: Yes, it may well be that that whole model is, is, is crook and um, it, it, it's irrelevant. That doesn't let the government off the hook for its scandalous behaviour in considering these licences. And incidentally, I mean, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's a classic situation of stupidity because it's not as though there isn't enough spectrum to accommodate another TV station. That argument is, you know, it's somewhere back in the dark ages. Even I, who barely know how to switch on a radio, (laughs) understand that that new technology means that the the amount of space you have on the airways has increased by... A lot. A a lot. That's a technical term. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, there there was no grounds whatsoever to deny HKTV a licence. The spurious reasons given for giving the licence the people who that gave them have now been proved to be... Complete and utter porlicks. and uh, yeah, no comeback. Nobody mentions this, and of course, the people who operate the two main TV stations, of yep. course, do it so impeccably. I mean, ATV. I mean, they even occasionally pay their staff. Apparently, not at the moment. Not at the moment.
0: They've got the boys coming round today to chat to, got to the, chat boys to the staff. Round. I'm
1: just looking at my notes here. What do they owe? Oh, that's right, fifteen million dollars. So they don't pay their staff. And there's an interesting compare and contrast going on at the moment because there's a small janitorial company, which you and me call company that sends out cleaners to clean buildings, yep. which owed its staff um, $1,300. That's compared with $15 million. The boss of that company has been sent to jail for five months. The bosses of ATV are... Oh, that's right. Nothing's happened to them whatsoever. Well, watch this space. I mean, this is too, I'm, watching, this I'm watching it very carefully. This can't be a carpet sweep. I, yes, the idea that one of those ATV bosses will end up in jail for breaching the Labour Ordinance I think is as likely as... Oh, no, not that example. Pigs flying. <laughs> Re- well, I mean, it's a different budget. It's a different budget. And very it's a simply. different department and the clipboards that were taken along to ATV were not the same clipboards. They were they were grade two clipboards. I'm glad you so asked I that understand. question. I, it's right it's right. a question that needs asking. <laughs> 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 but, listen, you've got to feel for the fellas and the girls. I do. I mean, no, no, <coughs> I genuinely broke. do. You know, I mean, the, 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 the problems of ATV are not because... Um, of the staff, they really aren 't because of the staff. I mean the poor old staff at ATV have been battered by lack of resources by a management that that shows as much regard for them as it does for, for you know a cigarette stub they are, they are in an impossible situation, and you know the fact that practically nobody watches the channel is to do with the lack of resources and
0: I- indeed the stuff I was talking about before
1: that 's just the march of time yes. Well, there there is that. But I mean I'm just looking at market share within the in the market as it is. Yeah. I think it's T V B ninety five per cent, ATV five percent. Those figures seem to tell something of a story. Mm. And is it because T V B is so very wonderful? Well you can draw your own judgment on that by turning it on. Well here's the deal. I mean <laughs> But it may be marginally more marginally less awful than ATV. Than T V B. No, I'm saying TVB may have. here, haven't we? <laughs> CCTVB. And I wonder if this creates a hole for
0: Ricky to step into. Flip
1: a well, coin on that. Well, one. But that was the whole point, wasn't it? He said, Look, I'm going to come along, I'm going to give you a different product, which won't be what you've got. Why don't you give it a go? And they said, What? Give it a go? You, Ricky, won't go, go away. Go and, <laughs> go and do
0: something which involves. <laughs> to yourself. Involves, yes. Ah, but you know what? I wonder if it's going to be well, time is moving on, things are changing. We're not going to do that kind of television anymore.
1: Entirely We're going possible. totally digital. Entirely possible. I mean, I think the, the strategy that the big TV companies are employing increasingly is to try and move into both areas, i.e., you know, have a much, much bigger presence on the web. But but keep up terrestrial broadcasting, because I think the reason why they want to stay in there on terrestrial broadcasting is that is still where the advertising budgets are. Yeah, the amount. And of... Don't we know it when it comes to the final of Wimbledon? <laughs> <laughs> and it's well, yes, I yes, mean, you know, the one, of a one reason. One reason I will never watch a film on on a terrestrial broadcaster is you know. I have this old-fashioned view that films were meant to be watched from beginning to end. Well, funnily enough, they, they used to do intervals, didn't they, in the old days? Do you remember in Gone yes, with the Wind? That was a big, big interval. <laughs> that That's was... all right, and that was actually part of the structure of the film. Truly. So, but, but, but you know, if if you're trying to watch a, a heart-rendering tragedy, something like The Interview, which I gather isn't going to be shown in cinemas, um, and um, you know, every ten minutes somebody comes in to tell you that we have the best weather reports of any station on earth you might say boy i don't think i want to carry on watching that upside down as it's
0: christmas week yay so steve vines is in with me now and we're uh, talking about atv at the moment right we are we i've are. got i've got an email here from alan who says ray regarding the boss is not being charged with violations to labor audience ordinance He says some time ago my own salary was in arrears by more than three months. Finally I went to the Labour Tribunal. It took them 14 months to conclude that the plain facts were true and order payment made. I asked if my former employer would be prosecuted. No, because it had been too long ago. Sitting in the tribunal for my case, I saw case after case of similar exploitation. The clock stops when the case is in court, and so employers stretch it out as far as possible. The court's priority is to clear their docket so their staff continually encourage you to settle, and many claimants do end up settling for much less than they're owed. There is no pressure applied to the employers. Finally, hardly any employers are ever charged, no matter how blatant the
1: violation of the law. So they're Donald Ducked, aren't they? They are, absolutely. And, I mean, I think that's, that's a personal anecdote, but it is something that you do hear quite a lot is that if you're in real problem with arrears of of, um, payment, the Labour Department is not the most effective place you can go to. But on the other hand, there is no other place to go to. So you're completely stuffed. I know. Yeah, it's not good. I I, I do feel for those ATV staff, because there's quite a lot of them, and uh, um, they have an employer who has has form, that's all I'd say. I wonder if it's quite
0: rare that a so-called big-name place, it comes to this.
1: It really is. I mean, c- c- can you imagine, for example, if when they had serious problems, as they did, for example, at CNN in the States, the people who and ran here, that... And I, here. I, I well, they laid off a lot of people here. But what I'm saying is, but the company as a whole yeah, yeah. Had, had enormous problems. The first thing they didn't say was, I tell you what, we won't pay the staff until we've sorted out our problems. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it also goes to the responsibilities of a public broadcaster. The word public has some resonance here. You know, I know it's public
0: meaning for the public, for the not public. the genre yes, of the broadcaster. So I mean
1: a public broadcaster is something like RTHK because it's it, it, it's it's a not for profit run by the government. But in in the case of people who have licenses to operate on on airwaves which are controlled by the by the state, they have extra responsibilities. They really do. Um, The fact that ATV can flagrantly ignore them seems just astonishing, actually.
0: I've got one for you. I'm just going through our news here. I've got one for you, and this made me giggle yesterday. The Secretary for Development, Paul Chan, says the Bureau will apply for funding for a study into the construction of a large artificial fantasy... No, island to the east of Lantau. That's a cracker. Yeah, Have you heard like, about this?
1: A, a the large, plane. The plane. It's a large artificial fantasy island. No, it doesn't say <laughs> he, fantasy island. He doesn't. He doesn't like the island that we've got already. Obviously, this is cracking. Uh, uh, well, you know, here we go again. Here we go again. No project too small to excite, uh, or, or I should say, too big to excite. Has a, his missus a, a already a bought some, <laughs> some stuff? Yeah, on I was going <laughs> to say. Yes, he's got form as well, hasn't he? I mean. This this obsession that they have. On the one hand they keep get you get John Jung moaning go oh we haven't got any money, we haven't got any money. Old people if we spend money on them they'll only want more. But if you're going to have a really big project spending trillions and trillions of dollars, that's OK. I think he, think,
0: I think he is Dr Evil. You know, a big volcano, a big lair underneath with blokes in boiling suits. I mean, suits. It,
1: is, it is a shameless squandering of public resources it's, it's to, to say that you can't spend people... Sorry, you can't spend money on the people... Who pay the taxes and create the money, but you can spend money on buildings and structures, you know, like the bridge to nowhere, which is going well. That's off it. To the,
0: the zinger is in the final paragraph here. Mister Chan also said, once the funding is passed, once the funding is passed mm. for a separate artificial island off the for the Hong Kong uh, Macau Zhuhai Bridge, the Bureau will immediately start working on the proposed island's planning. I'm sure they will.
1: I'm sure they will. This is rock and roll. I this mean, is, building you know, an island. Yeah, I mean, y- you know. Oh, well, I, it, 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 it's something What's it going to be called,
0: though? Here's your competition. What are we going to call the island?
1: Yeah, what are we going to call it? Are we, are we going to call it, you know, uh, Chan's Folly or um, 689 after Lun, Lun Chung Ying? <laughs> it's got um, to have a funky name. <laughs> 689 is has got a ring to it. It's like it's Hong Kong's version of Stepford. <laughs> something like that. Anyway, that was also... what else But without the glamour. <laughs> what, what else you got, in? Well, talking of glamour, well, or not, maybe, um, we finally get to the end of the, the big San Hungai trial with, with Raphael Hoy, with four convictions and one acquittal. I, I'm always fascinated by these trials. Uh, I mean, they're pretty interesting in themselves, but it is interesting how you can have one defendant who was in a leading position while all this was going on found guilty and another defendant also in a similar leading position who was acquitted. I mean, I'm not passing judgment on the wisdom of the jury because they've obviously had access and paid attention to the details far more carefully than I have. I only observe that it is... Yes. It is strange. That's all I would observe. It is strange. And it is also another point that needs to be made, um, in case anybody kind of missed it, is, you know, you hear of the corruption crackdown across the border as though this is something to do with the rule of law. You know, the average case takes... 12, 24 hours to be heard at the salute. And that's when maximum. they're dragging their heels. <laughs> that's when they're dragging their heels. You know, you know, you go into the dock and you're guilty. Bang. Um, here, they have genuinely taken one of the most uh, important players in the Hong Kong government. Somebody who was no less than the number two official in the Hong Kong government. Put him through the process. It is a testimony to what people in Hong Kong want to preserve. That is why they want one country, two systems. They want the system that means that if somebody has created a criminal act, even if they are in a very high position in government, they will stand in front of a court and they will have their day in court. They will be able to launch, as Mr. Hoy did, a very extensive defence for their actions. Then it's up to the jury. I mean, I know this is how the system works and people take it for granted. But it, it is a, you know, a, a compare and contrast. And, of course, you know, none of us are even interested slightly in the salacious details of his mistress, who was half his age, and the, <clears throat> and all the stuff that, cool that, my that, son. that they're now they're now very heavily running in some of the papers here. Um, the attraction that she had for him, I'm sure, was purely physical. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the amounts of money that he spent on there are quite interesting um
0: hey but, if you got it
1: i like the stinger in the tail. is she says she's now worried she might lose her house and her out audi car audi car and various other things well you know my heart bleeds yeah absolutely but. well you know it's
0: funny you mentioned one country two systems the wording has been slightly different recently the one china <coughs> system the one china yes
1: yes let's yes, not, not worry about the two systems well that i mean that is what people in hong kong are worried about you know, they, they, they say, oh, oh, you know, they're just thinking democracy is a panacea. No, people here are much more intelligent than that. They understand that two systems means very much this sort of thing, where you have an independent judiciary, where it functions, where it actually is able to try people of this level of power. I mean, you know, the, the, the son and Guy Cork um, brothers... Are hardly small players. So I mean, you know, this is a trial involving people who are at the absolute core of Hong Kong's establishment. Mm-hmm. And it, there is still a case. Let's be honest. There still is a case of one which for one law for the rich and one for the poor, because a poor person couldn't possibly have afforded that kind of defence. But that's unfortunately how it works. It's not unique to Hong Kong. What? You know, if you, th- you think in America you don't buy a better quality of defence for more money, you, really? you obviously um, think that America should uh, resume normal relations with Cuba or something really bizarre like that. Well, isn't that funny? Uh, well, I mean, yet again, I, I, you, you see the people coming out of their caves and going, well, we've had this policy going for 50 years. It hasn't worked. That's why we should do it harder and more more yeah, Mora. they were the known knowns. The, they're, no- they're, they're, the, they're the chenzuers of, of, of American politics.
0: I want s- to the, uh, I step back to the island thing for a minute. Well, a quickie, quickie uh, email here from, from Merrin, our uh, uh, morning brew green wiener. He says, great for the East Lantel metropolis to start with engineering design before doing the needs analysis. Now, this is where the specialist information is quite key. Tell us a bit more if you can on that one.
1: Well, the needs analysis, I, I, I think I know what's being talked about here, was never, ever done. For the big project, I was there. Really, a need for a bridge to link Hong Kong with Zhuhai? They reckoned. Uh, well, they they said uh, uh, somebody from across the border said there was a need for it. Therefore, we did due diligence and we checked that somebody from the border ha- across the border had said there was a need for it. Therefore, we built it. And um, incidentally, suckers, those are the names that are kind of used for the Hong Kong taxpayer, You're paying for it. Happy Christmas. Happy Steve. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>